This podcast is for you, the modern man. I'm Dr. Ann Trung, your host. I'm an intimate health medical doctor and best-selling author of the book, Erectile Dysfunction Fix. I'll do a deep dive into sexual health and performance and how it affects men of all ages and backgrounds. So let's get started and be sure to visit my website at sexualhealthformenpodcast.com for more information and resources from the show. See you on the inside. Well, hello there, Mama Man. In this episode, I'm going to talk about a problem that a lot of guys face as they get older, not being able to get rock hard erection. So I'm Dr. Ann Trong. We know that a lot of men struggles with getting rock hard erection as they age. We're going to go and talk about the causes of this problem and some solution you can try. And hopefully at the end of this episode, you'll have a better understanding of what's going on and some ideas on how to fix it. I would appreciate it if you subscribe, review, and comment. I would love to hear from you. So let's talk about why you're not getting rock hard erections when you get older. Well, that is a sign of the beginning of erectile dysfunction. Now, erectile dysfunction is defined as inability for a man to get a a firm erection for satisfactory sexual relations. And that spans from a spectrum of a longer to uh, get an erection compared to when you were probably when you're mid-20s, late 20s. It takes you longer to get firm or that when you do get firm, it's not 100% like it was when you were younger, maybe around 80%. And then... The next part is that when it's firm, you lose it during uh, penetration or during the erection or the intercourse. And then also including premature ejaculation, uh, unable to orgasm as well as unable to ejaculate, all the way to uh, inability to have an erection uh, at all. Now, if you're able to have an erection at night or in the morning, like a morning erection without stimulation, that means that your, your, your mechanism of having an erection is still intact. It's just that when you're getting ready with a partner and you're not able to get an erection, there are other things involved. So I want to stress that an erection spans from... Uh, uh, from able to get an erection and not able to, uh, all the way to this end spectrum, not able to get an erection at all. So there's a myth that says, well, I don't have ED because I still get erection. Well, that's wrong. It, it, you can still have ED and have erection. And that, uh, well, I can ejaculate orgasm, therefore I don't have ED. That's also, uh, that's also not correct as well. So let's kind of go back to what, what is the natural sexual response for a man and a woman to uh, have an erection. Now, a woman can get an erection as well. That woman has uh, a female penis, which is the clitoris. The clitoris is four, four inches long, and it looks like a wishbone. And it is an organ purely for sexual pleasure. It has no other function besides for pleasure. So women, you can get an erection as well. It's just that you don't see it. Uh, 90% of the clitoris is hidden behind the clitoral hood and it goes back and out uh, like a wishbone. So, but you can get an erection and the, 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 for women, the labia majora as well as the labia minora is also erectile tissue as well. 
Now, for a man, you have the corpus cavernosum, which is the two muscles that line the shaft. And then underneath um, that is the corpus spongiosum, which is the muscle that surround um, the urethra is the, is the uh, hole where you urinate. And that encompasses the shaft. And then you have uh, the glands, which is uh, the tip. Now, how, how do you get an erection? There's actually, a, it's a very intricate, complicated process uh, that involves six systems in your body. But we just take it for granted because it appears so naturally. Uh, but, and all these systems have to work uh, perfect and synchronized with one another. So it, the, uh, but it all starts right here in the brain. So to get an erection, to get the sexual response, it starts here. We uh, and how do you, how did that start? You get sensory input from your eyes, uh, from the smell, from your nose, and the taste from your mouth, the sound from your ears, and also from touch. So any type of sensory stimulate. That feeds into the brain and it goes to the amygdala, which is the part of the midbrain right behind your eyes, and it goes to the limbic system and that stimulates emotions. That is emotion that you, you may have, that's what senses the arousal. And then hormones start getting released in the pituitary gland. And then, uh, so the first system is the brain. Second system is the emotion or psychological. And then three is the hormones. And then the hormones stimulate the nerve in your spinal cord here that goes to the sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous system, which are two nerve chains that go down uh, along your spinal cord and, and also within your spinal cord as well. And that, so there's the nerve and the next system is the blood vessel. So the nerve will stimulate the blood vessel in the heart. The heart start beating a little bit faster. Your blood vessels start to open up. So that way you can get more increasing blood, which flows down to the penis. And then the last system is the muscle, which is uh, uh, the corpus spongiosum and the corpus uh, um Cavernosum, like the muscle of the penis, and for a woman, you the woman do have uh, the corpus uh, spongiosum, corpus uh, um, cavernosum, which is the clitoris itself, and also the uh, labia. So there's increasing blood flow, and then that's how you the uh, sexual organ gets engorged, and uh, and how you can get arousal that will stim- stimulate you to get to uh, an orgasmic state, and then uh, ejaculatory state. Women can also have ejaculation uh, as well. So there are six systems that need to start. And if you go on my website, trunkrehab.com, you can see the six systems that interplay with one another, like the brain, the emotion, the hormone, the nerve, the blood vessels, and then the muscle. That needs to all happen in order for you to get uh, a sexual uh, aroused response for a man for, uh, as in an erection. Now, uh, uh, if you take Viagra, 
Viagra, all it does is is to uh, produce, uh, uh, prevent you from uh, reabsorbing nitrous oxide. Nitrous oxide open up blood vessels uh, to promote more blood flow. So what what you take Viagra, it works on on your penis and give you uh, uh, an erection. But essentially, you're taking Viagra, you're hijacking your natural response to create an erection. So you're just going to step six, which is the muscle, and you're skipping step one to five. You're skipping the brain, the emotion, the nerve, the blood vessels, um, and, and, you know, the, uh, all step one to five, which is it was critical to create a sexual response. So that's why over time when you're taking this ED medication, you, you essentially lose your your natural ability to have uh, an erection because your body just gets confused. It, it doesn't know how, how to do it anymore. It, it doesn't know how to go from step one to six because you're, you're already taking medication for step six to happen. Yeah, it feels good to have a short-term relief that you're able to get an erection with uh, uh, Viagra and the medication, but in the long run, you're shooting yourself in the foot and you're going to end up in a black hole and you're hijacking your natural response to have an erection. So back to the basics. So those are the six systems that need to occur in order to get an erection. Well, th- uh, that's the cause. So sometimes if you're uh, if you're not spending time to get the sensory arousal to get your brain uh, aroused and produce that hormone, uh, yeah, you may not be able to get uh, uh, an erection because it starts in the brain. So it starts in the brain, so you have to be in the mood. You have to be aroused by the sensory. And uh, in my uh, podcast episode, we you will hear us talking about uh, um, uh, sensory arousal, getting into the mood, planning it out, and not being stressed, and spending the time to uh, communicate, touch, kiss, um, and uh, even using aphrodisiac food to stimulate your your sensory of the vision, the smell, uh, the taste, the sound, and the touch. If you do that, your brain will be overloaded and you'll be aroused. So if you, if you find out that you have ED, the cause may be that you're distracted. You're not spending enough time for sensory uh, arousal. The next part is the emotion. Are you stressed? Uh, the next part is emotion. That you, if you're too stressed, you're not thinking about sex or that uh, you're not, not getting enough sleep uh, or there's underlying anxiety. And that will play a role in the transmission of the arousal uh, and that, that need to go through the um, the brain that tr- can transfer down to the nerve. So um, it could be that uh, emotion, your, ang- uh, your anxiety, depression, distracted, stress. And so that system number two, system number three is the hormones. Uh, so is is the hormones responsible for a male uh, libido and erection is testosterone. Uh, is the testosterone level uh, normal? Is it low? Uh, if it's low, then it may play a role in the erectile uh, response uh, as well. And then number four is the nerve. Um, it, uh, mainly for a man to get an erection, he has to be relaxed. In order for him to get in a, a relaxed, uh, um, the, the muscle of the penis have to be relaxed actually to get an erection. 
when the muscle uh, of the penis corpus cavernosum is actually contracted, it's actually in its flaccid state. Yeah, I know that sounds contradictory contradiction because you're like, well, uh, when the muscle, uh, when the penis muscle is in a non erectile state, the actually the muscles, the corpus cavernosum is in a contracted state. When you have an erection, those muscles, the corpus cavernosum, corpus spongiosum, have to be relaxed in order for it to expand. So, and, and that goes to the parasympathetic nervous system, which is responsible for erection. The sympathetic nervous system, which is the nerve, is responsible for fight or flight or emergency that save you from an emergency situation. That's responsible for uh, ejaculation. And if you're stressed or you're not getting enough sleep, the sympathetic nervous system overrides the parasympathetic nervous system. And therefore, it may contribute to you not able to get an erection. So that's the nerve. The next part is the blood vessels. Well, that's what, uh, in the blood vessel, that's where uh, if the blood vessels are not able to relax and expand to allow the blood to flow into the penis then you're going to have decreased um, blood flow problems. Kind of imagine a pipe when you're younger, the, your pipe is, uh, you know, this big, but then as you get older, your pipe may get smaller. However, other conditions that affect how the, the opening of the pipe or your blood vessels are high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes. Um, those are the main things. And smoking, um, those are the main factors that can actually make the blood vessels smaller or, or constricted that is not able to expand. And therefore, you're not able to get more blood flow to the penis muscles. That's why lifestyles such as what you eat, how you exercise, all that play a big role in affecting the, the, uh, the opening of the blood vessels. And the next system then is um, the muscles, the the muscles of uh, the penis. Like I mentioned before, in order for the penis to have an erection, it needs to be in a relaxed state and that it needs to be able to expand. So there, uh, so if you don't have an, uh, an, a frequent erection, your muscle will actually atrophy or get smaller and then the, the plasticity or the expansion of the, of the penis muscle is not as uh, flexible as it used to be. So that will affect it as well, too. And so that's why I keep saying, well, you don't, you don't use it, you lose it. You don't use it, the muscle is not going to be uh, as flexible, it's not going to be responsive. And that you're, if you don't use it, you're not going to get that blood flow uh, that is needed to go into uh, the penis because you're not exercising your muscle. Kind of like when you go to the gym, you don't go to the gym often, uh, then your, your muscles in your arms or your leg will atrophy or get smaller. But if you go to the gym frequently, which is at least three times a week, then it, it's going to be challenged. So every time you go to the gym, you, you get more blood flow to the muscles and therefore it uh, expands and then and the muscle rip and then how, how you get uh, bigger muscles. Well, the penis muscle doesn't rip, but if you continue to get blood flow down to the penis muscle, the responsive capability of the muscle to respond is a lot better. So having said that, those are the six response and those multiple steps can be involved. If it's not working well, then it's going to be a dysynchrony of erection part. So how, how do you treat that? Well, you treat it by looking at 
the six systems. Well, first, let's look at the uh, the first system is the brain, the larger sexual organ, right? Are you spending enough time in sensory arousal during or before uh, intercourse? You know, get sense, you know, use your five sensory responses to get aroused. And two, how's your emotion? Are you anxious? Are you uh, depressed? Are you just focusing on performance uh, only? Now, you can still have... Um, a, a good sexual response and have uh, uh, orgasm without uh, looking uh, concentrating on just the end result of getting erection and penetration. Uh, and we'll, we'll talk about that more in uh, our, our episodes as well about performance anxiety and focusing more on emotional bond and communication. So that emotion number three is hormones. You know, what's your hormones level? So if your hormone, if your testosterone level is low, which can be easily be done with uh, measuring your uh, blood level uh, and um, make sure that you're not, don't have any other causes. I also want to mention that cortisol level is the stress hormone that gets released in if the cortisol level is high, it's going to affect uh, um, the, the other hormones as well. It's going to affect thyroid, it's going to affect uh, insulin, and therefore stress. Stress is what raises the cortisol level, and continuous stress raises the cortisol level for too long, and then it becomes too low, and then you're just, your, your hormones are not responsive at all. So... Cortisol level is important that's related to stress and stress is also going to affect your hormones and stress is going to affect your sleep and stress is going to affect your emotional state. So we're on hormones. So check, get your testosterone level checked and is it low? Well, there are certain things that you can actually increase it. How? Well, you, you can increase your own uh, testosterone level by uh, sleeping better. Uh, like, uh, like get restful sleep of seven hours a day. Go to bed by uh, between 10 to 6. That, that's when your body heals. Is uh, go At least sleep seven hours. And how, how do you get, you raise your testosterone level? Well, weight loss. I've seen many of my patients that has low testosterone level and they lose about 10 to 20 pounds and they exercise about three times a week with just high, high uh, interval uh, training. Um, their testosterone level double without any additional supplemental testosterone uh, treatment. Uh, now, if you know you find out that your testosterone level is low, you know, get, um, um, uh, change your diet to a Mediterranean diet. Start uh, doing high interval uh, training, which is you know hit uh, training. All you need to do is about thirty minutes, three times a week, and then you know t- see see what your weight is, and then try to get seven hours of sleep. And don't focus on just for the performance. Focus on bonding, communication. See what does that. Uh, what, see what happens because you'll find out that your testosterone level may raise enough to uh, a level that may uh, affect your erection. So that's hormone. But then if you find if you do that, your levels are still low. Uh, then uh, the the your doctor who who is experienced in doing hormone replacement therapy is able to give you uh, additional uh, hormones such as testosterone. Either can be taken as an injection or through uh, a pellet. The next part is uh, the nerve. 
uh, and uh, the nerve is a parasympathetic and uh, sympathetic. In order for you to get an erection, the parasympathetic nervous system has to be in dominant over the sympathetic nervous system, which the parasympathetic is called the, the breed and eat because it, it's a system that ha- help you uh, reproduce. That's why it's breed. And then system that, you know, when you're relaxed, you want to eat, you want to enjoy. So that has to be the predominant uh, nervous tract. And how do you do that? To relax, enjoy uh, mindfulness, and to be and know that you know it. it you you need to uh, activate the parasympathetic by enjoying the sensory, like I. I, I spoke about before, we're activating the arousal system in uh, the brain and uh, meditate. Uh, meditation will will help uh, activate the parasympathetic n- nervous system as well as slowing down your breathing. When you slow down your breathing and take diaphragmatic breath, diaphragmatic breath is breathing into the nose and hold it for a count of, of six and then breathing out and, uh, and uh, to your mouth and hold it for a count of six. It's called diaphragmatic breathing, like yoga breathing. And when you do that, you actually will slow down your heart rate, slow down your uh, breath rate, and that will activate the parasympathetic nervous system. So those are just some strategies for you to tap into. And then the, the next uh, system is the blood vessels. Well, the blood vessels are under autonomic nerv- uh, nervous system control. Uh, and so the way that you can uh, open um, um, help open up those blood vessels more is uh, what you eat, what, what you put into your body. You know, if you, eat, you drink uh, uh, sodas or if you eat a lot of carb or that, that will kind of uh, produce insulin resistance and insulin resistance will affect your thyroid and then will raise your cortisol level and will actually decrease your testosterone. So change your diet, uh, decrease the carb, decrease the red meat. And uh, I suggest a Mediterranean diet. A Mediterranean diet, you're allowed to have uh, a glass of red wine a day and you're even allowed to have multi-grain uh, bread, but not focusing on red meat and not focusing on carb, but getting a lot of uh, fruits and vegetables uh, um, into your daily uh, diet regimen. I can't tell you how many patients I have that their daily diet uh, regimen is uh, Coke uh, or Diet Coke followed by uh, fast food. Well, that itself will uh, cause insulin resistance, which then will decrease your testosterone level, then increases your cortisol level, and that's what's going to affect your erection. So um, blood vessel can be controlled with diet and then also exercise. If you do high uh, interval training exercise, then you'll be able, uh, only 30 minutes, three times a week, you'll be able to allow the blood vessel to expand easier and it becomes more flexible. Right, that that's how exercise works. Exercise will also help with the heart. The the heart will be able to pump better uh, as well too. And um, I I always try, I tell my patient, you know, in order to you for you to get that erection again, uh, I want you to feel like you you when you were in your teens, you know, like eighteen or in your twenties when you feel horny, when you're aroused so easily, when, and you get that flush uh, feeling, you get the heart rate and the sweatiness that when you're feeling aroused and uh, and that is 
what if you get into that state, you you're you're there. So the next system is um, the muscle. So the muscles of of the penis. When uh, how 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 do you do that? Well, make sure that you. Um, use it or lose it. You know, uh, there are ways to have uh, healthy, you can get an erectile response with a vacuum pump uh, and uh, where you use a, a, a negative pressure pump with, with a cylinder where, you know, a negative pressure will uh, help you get an erection uh, through the pump and that will help you bring in some more blood vessels into the muscles as well. It's almost like taking your uh, penis to the gym, that will help with the expand, expansive capability of the penis muscle and getting some feedback into it uh, as well. Or, you know, have sex more often. Then you'll get more blood flow into the penis and uh, uh, help the muscle expand uh, better. So there are definitely uh, ways that you can do at home to uh um, activate the sexual response through those six systems. And then if you do all that and still not working well, then time to see uh, a doctor who is um, able to uh, be uh, uh, the, the sexual um, expert that understands the sex system. And uh, one way to increase your blood flow is doing low, in, uh, is getting treatment with um, um low intensity shockwave uh, therapy uh, and that will help increase the blood flow as well as uh, the flexibility uh, of the penis uh, muscles as well as uh, activating the, the nerve that are in you know, the penis. Another uh, uh, treatment is uh, platelet-rich plasma, PRP, injected into the penis, which then in, help in, uh, create more blood flow, which also rejuvenate the muscles uh, of the penis uh, uh, as well, decrease inflammation in the penis, uh, and uh, and then the third method is uh, hormone replacement therapy, where you get extra additional testosterone um, that you can't make on your own, which then will help with the uh, testosterone actually help with nitrous oxide, which which help with uh, increasing blood flow to the penis and. And diet, and I can't stress to you how how important it is for diet and exercise because the diet uh, will help uh, with uh, the insulin resistance, which then help balance the hormone, and also uh, the um, exercise, which then help uh, with the heart uh, uh, with the heart pumping as well as opening up the blood vessels. So that's why. Uh, we stress uh, diet and exercise. You start with that first, start with getting enough sleep and start with de-stressing and not focusing on just the end result. Uh, and when you start with that, you'll be surprised that you're going to go uh, get a result and go uh, um, make remarkable uh, progress because I feel that you need to start that part first before you... Uh, go for additional treatment because I see it work in uh, my patient and uh, and I see the blood levels changes and even if you just change your diet your uh, liver function test will also uh, improve 
and as well as your cholesterol. You, if you uh, change your diet and you exercise, your cholesterol levels go down. So you can get rid of taking those anti-high blood pressure medication, those high cholesterol medicine, or even your diabetic pill. If you have diabetes, that, that can affect your um, erection as well. So that's a quick review of the causes of ED and treatment and answers the question uh, why you're not getting rock hard erection. I'd love to hear your feedback and I will see you in the next episode, Modern Man. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Sexual Health for Men podcast. If you love this episode, then please take a screenshot on your phone and post it on Facebook, Instagram, or wherever you post. And be sure to tag me and let me know why you like this episode and what you like to hear in the future. That will help me know what's great for you. And I would love to give you the most incredible free gift designed to help you improve performance quickly. Go to my website at sexualhealthformenpodcast.com to get the book, The Five Common Costly Mistakes Men Make When Facing ED. I would appreciate it if you subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, and just know that you can have sexual vitality for life. I appreciate you. Until next time.